Hi. Hi. Welcome back. Welcome to- back. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Litchfield Experience. I'm Mike. And I'm Ian. Man, we got a show today, huh? We've got we've got one for the books. Got some in- an interesting gentleman joining us today, and I think we have some other uh, exciting information of what's going on in the world. Yeah. And on today's show, I'm going to share about the Watergate event that just happened this past weekend. I'm going to revisit the dreadful submarine situation. Dreadful? I mean, yeah, that's a good descriptor. I'm glad you. I'm glad you like my words. <laughs> <laughs> so, the initial question of the submarine, I was just confused at the amount of screen time it had. Right? Why like, it got so like, much screen time? Like, what was going on? Yeah, there was just it just seemed disingenuine that there was something else going on, and we just weren't seeing it. Right. That was yeah. the that was the whole question that I had. I didn't understand so much. So we're talking like three weeks later. You're still like it's still out there, still shook <laughs> by this. And I was just confused. Why are we seeing so much of this? What's going on there? I'm sure there are more people that have been affected by something in the past year that had it was much more catastrophic. Right. Right. So let, let me ask you, are, are you bringing this up because you have found a solution or you have a proposal well i have some i have some information about some some dates and things that were happening at a similar time which might be the main distraction or the submarine could have been and what i think may have been the distraction from what we were looking at okay so like what i said Hey man, that's kind of a little too far from home from Litchfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we're just still gonna keep yeah. So far we're gonna from still home. yeah. We're gonna okay, we're okay, gonna talk okay. about okay. it. Yep. <laughs> so it was it was the the culmination of like five different things. I don't know the exact start and end date for these things. Hold on. And Do I need my tinfoil hat for this? You might. Okay. I'm sure some people will think there's a tinfoil hat, and you know what? I can <laughs> neither confirm or deny any. any of it. So this is like here's the facts. You decide. Yes, absolutely. Okay. That's how okay. it all. Okay. That's how it always is, because okay. you get to have your own opinion, right? Yeah. Because we're, we're not left, right, up, down, green, yellow. We're just, just here for the people. I'm just just. We're just here for the people. Yeah. So, the information that I saw was at the same time that the submarine shenanigans was in the media, there was 3.7 emails deleted by J.P. Morgan Chase about the Epstein investigation. Biden was voted for impeachment. Hunter Biden got a slap on the wrist for five years of tax evasion. The Trump-Russia investigation was proven to be made up. Allegedly. Allegedly, right? The FDA approved lab-grown meat from a Bill Gates-funded lab. Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. And that's it. I mean... So that's why we had a submarine... I I mean, I could could be. Okay. That's what I saw. I can't say you're wrong or you're right, but... uh, I appreciate you bringing that and up. And I wasn't there for any of that stuff, so if you know, I can either confirm or deny that it even happened. I just know that it seems plausible. Y- Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. What a crazy time to be alive. Thanks for bringing that up. And and I would typically say maybe we'll table that for now, but 
I Let's never talk about it again. Oh, no, 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 no. I, no, I, I want to go down this road a little bit. I got, I had a guy reach out to me, uh, a really good friend that listens to the show, and he said, he said, you know, maybe I really like the tabling thing, but it's such a common, common phrase. Let's table that for now. Maybe, maybe we, maybe we come up with another slogan, another okay. t- thing. Let's. Uh, I think we should frame all of that uh, in another. Ha ha. That's a shout-out okay. right there. <laughs> he knows. Old Jakey boy. If, if you know, you know. Yep. Hey, frame hi. it for now. <laughs> we'll frame it it's for been now. framed. Yep. Got frame it. that one up. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, man. So, we just come out of the Watercade weekend, man. How are you feeling? I am still pretty tired. Are you? Yeah. It was a long, exciting, draining weekend. We had a yeah. great time, great events, but the, I'm tired. For the viewers at home... Without um, the listeners at home. Okay, whatever. We'll frame that one for now. Perfect. Um, we uh, if you're on the Watercade, the, if you're at a Watercade festi- festivities, if you're out there for those, there's it's put on by 14 people. That entire weekend is put on by 14 people. For, 14 organize it. 14 organize it. Yes, yep. we use some help of outsiders, but we organize it, we plan it, and and we both are on the board. And oh man. Sunday morning when coronation's going on and we're sitting in the corner and we're all punched, a little punchy because we'll slap we, happy. Yeah, we, we haven't had a whole lot of sleep. Uh, yeah, sorry about the giggles, guys, but man, <laughs> that's just the way the cookie crumbles. That's the way it does. It does. But man, what an interesting weekend! Really good weather. Oh man, it was phenomenal. We we had man nothing but good reports. Yeah. I mean, a lot of positive energy and feedback about it. Yeah, the team did. The team did well. Lots of people in town. I mean, a guy was here from California for crying out loud. Right. <laughs> I'm. I'm at. I'm a gentleman from California. One from North Carolina, uh, Virginia, Tennessee, Tennessee. Some from Germany, even. I mean, oh it was, man, it was a, a big event. Wow. Wow. Little old Litchfield. Right. Man, we, we shined pretty well this weekend. So if Love you had it. any involvement or you enjoyed the festivities and you participated in them, thank you all from the Litchfield Watercade Board. Thank yep. you. Thank you. Thank you. That was awesome. Great time. And now a word from our sponsor. Rock, pay the bills. Pay the bills. Pay the bills. Home, car, boat, motorcycle. Whatever you need to protect, you can save money and time by bundling your insurance coverage into a single package policy. Add life insurance and save even more. Start by talking to your local Farm Bureau Financial Service agent, Mike and Ian. Then rest easy knowing that you're getting the right coverage at the right price. It's your future. Let's protect it. Farm Bureau Property and Casualty Insurance Company. Western Agriculture Insurance Company. Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company. Bills are paid. And on today's show, we got a, we do have a special guest. Very, very special guest. A kind big, of a big deal. He's he's a big deal. Yeah, uh, he traveled far to come here every far, summer, far and wide, far, and wide, far and wide to get oh. here. Gentleman who who does a lot of theater work. He's yep. participates as an oboist. I saw in a, a, a the Vietnamese Philharmonic, a Vietnamese American Philharmonic Orchestra, mm-hmm. to be exact. Yep. And I'm sure there are many other things, but today we have Tim Nelson from the Litchfield Community Theater. Hey! hey thank you. Great <laughs> to be here. Thanks Welcome. for having me on. We are very excited. 
I'm wow. glad you mentioned uh, some of my background. Yes, uh, and oboe. So, you know, I started playing oboe here in Litchfield. Really? Oh, yeah. That was my, my very first lesson was with uh, maestro Keith Johnson as my uh, oh, oboe teacher. So did, did he play oboe? No, but he was he my was teacher. A he, he was, was a trumpet, trumpet player. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's what I thought. He taught all the instruments, so yeah. Because I'm a trumpet player, and I get along with Keith well for really, that main reason. Exactly. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, it was. I would think I was an anomaly, uh, one of the o- <laughs> the only one around here. But it was uh, because of him. So yeah, it's pretty cool. I, That's I awesome. Enjoyed it a lot. So awesome. then you're originally from Litchfield. I am originally from Litchfield. Yes, I was born born and raised here, and uh, went to school here in the Litchfield uh, schools uh, until um, we moved away, and I lived in Denver for a while and other places, and went on to college there and out east coast, and uh, ended up in California. And then because uh, of entertainment. And then uh, so now we're back. Been awesome. back here for a while. Yeah, wow. a bit. So you are another person from town here that has gone and spread their wings and then still finds their way back to this awesome little town. There's something about it. You know, there's there's sure a, there's a magnet. You <laughs> you get drawn back here. Yeah, we, yeah. And, and I am definitely one of those because I, I kind of never left. I mean, I would always uh, come visit every year. And, uh, you know, I re- many relatives in the area still. And uh, so it's, it's great to, to be back and doing all this theater now here. That's great. That's great. Well, it just, it just brings a whole other level of, of theater productions for the town. And you know, everybody gets to see that. That's really cool. Uh, it's been it's been great working with the people. I'll tell you, um, wonderful group, Litchfield Community Theater. They um, welcomed me with open arms, and uh, you know they they interviewed me, found my background, and and viewed some of the things that I have done. And you know, four years ago, uh, I did this thing called Litchfield is Our Home. It was a musical about Litchfield, oh. and it was for the hundred and fiftieth anniversary. So wow. that was my first taste of uh, entertainment back here in Litchfield. I was. I kind of came in blind and wrote this uh, show, this musical all about the town, and we performed it at the Opera House on Watercade 2019. <gasps> that was Back a then. year before I moved here. Was it? That, yeah. Yep. It was. It was. It was very exciting. So I, I got a little sense of the community and of the theater community and of uh, the talent that, that is here, and it was. It was great. It was. It. I was hooked. <laughs> I was hooked on coming back. That's awesome. Yeah. That very is so cool. cool. So can you tell us a little bit about your family? Sure, absolutely. Well, um, my family, uh, Dorothy and Dick Nelson, um, uh, were, of course, also born and raised here. And, in fact, uh, they went right. They went to school right here uh, where Bernie Ocker Auditorium is right now, which used to be the high school, as you all know. Yep. My brother, who now lives in Edina, and uh, my sisters stayed in, in uh, Colorado out there, but I have two sisters and myself. And then I have a whole extended family. Um, you may know the Halterstroms around yeah. here. Uh, yeah. Judy, uh, Chamber of Commerce, Mark Halterstrom and John and Katie, or Mark and Judy and John and Katie, and then Greta Halterstrom. They have a very talented flute playing uh, a cousin of mine. And all during COVID, that was our thing. We would play, and we our our talents grew together. You know, kind of during awesome. that time, it was really it was lovely. So, so awesome. I have yeah that whole family uh, connection still here. Awesome, it's big. Oh. Big musical family. Big musical family. We call ourselves the relatively good ensemble. Because <laughs> we, we get together and uh, Katie plays piano and I play oboe and Greta plays flute and my wife Mary sings and um, some Judy plays the triangle and does the bells and we just have you a great know, time. You know, I've heard about Judy and the triangle. <laughs> so like you got a play dame too, Judy and the triangle. <laughs> it's like you got your own vaudeville theater just, you know, at your house. We've, we've done many performances. Yes. That's we, awesome. are, we are, we are for hire. No, I'm kidding. We're, not. <laughs> we're for fun. <laughs> That's what we're for. Very cool. 
So, so we mentioned you were an oboist. You're also yes. a theater director, an actor. Just for a short list, how many how many hats oh does boy. Tim wear? Well, I do a lot of different things, but all in the, all in the entertainment field. Um, so I kind of, uh, as I said, I, I settled in Southern California. I'm in uh, the Huntington Beach um, area, which is just south of Los Angeles. It's a very arts-rich community, and uh, I run a theater there. There's a theater called the Rose Center Theater. You can go online and look it up, rosecentertheater.com. But um, it, uh, so in within that theater, we have uh, orchestra um, concerts. We have dance concerts. I have my own musical theater company there that produces four different large-scale musicals throughout the year. And then um, I also uh, teach because I am a, a California teacher, and so I um, run a performing arts high school. Um, as wow. far in the musical theater department there. Yeah. Wow. So th there's a lot of hats. Yeah. <laughs> and, and at your theater there, you just opened a play there too, correct? We, did. we opened Mary Poppins, the musical, and we did that at the end of June. I was out there for one week uh, finishing up um, kind of the rehearsals process. I directed that show and got it up and running. And then as soon as it was up and running, I turned it over to my crew who, are, who have been running it, you know, these past few weekends. I am flying back there this weekend to close it out and then, and then be back here to get Robin Hood up and running at the uh, Litchfield Community Theater. That's awesome. Very cool, good good people. Yeah. So so as the as the man that wears so many hats, you know, I think you just named seven or eight, and I'm sure there's probably more that you're just leaving out. Uh, why why did you choose to come back to Litchfield? Well, you know, this is my home, and and I has been, and I've always loved the area, and. Um, like I said, when I when I came back to do that uh, musical Litchfield is our home, I found how arts rich this community is, and I really enjoy working with any community that it, that has a passion for the arts. Uh, this particular musical we're doing this summer is one that I composed, so I'm actually the composer of this of the show, and I also am directing it. So for me, it was a chance to work on my own um, project directing the people that I really enjoy working with in a place that I really love. So it was like the culmination of everything, you know? That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So you just kind of step back and work on your own craft and do yes. whatever you want. Exactly. It was really, really, really great. And like I said, the Elizabeth Community Theater really welcomed me and um, has been so supportive in getting this up and running. Um, we, you know, we've, we've been rehearsing for about uh, six weeks now, and yeah. we're really close to opening. We're starting the process of getting those costumes and the set pieces and all that part of it together and going into our technical rehearsals very soon. So it's going to be a large-scale production with lots of music and lots of action. That's great. Yep. How did you end up involved with the Litchfield Community Theater Program? Well, um Funny story. Uh, like I said, my I have some cousins here, and one of them, um, Judy, had had said, you know, there is the, you you uh, I have I have a few people that you might want to contact because they're looking to do this this musical about our town, and so I contacted them. They I did this musical about the town, and then they all came to see it. People from the board, the Lichfield Community Theater board, and then asked me to submit. Um, you know, an application to direct for them, which I did, and then went through the interview process with them. And, and you know, we kind of all fell in love with each other, I guess. Oh, <laughs> they cool. like my work, and I like working with them, so that's kind of how it all came about. Awesome. Yeah, wow. it, was, it was nice. Okay. So, Robin Hood and the, Ro the White Arrow, you mentioned. Yes. Is, is You're the main composer. You've, you've composed I have. all of that. Yes, and I so. Did. 
is it it's your own rendition of a traditional play? It is. Um, the book of the show, or the or the script of the show, is written by um, a gentleman named Kent Johnson, who's a a public television um, personality out in California who's also a writer for a lot of the stations out there. And he would also do a lot of theater. So we would work together. When he found out I was a composer, because I was an actor-singer at that time, and he was hiring me to do all these these uh, acting singing jobs, but he found out I was also a composer. He said, you know, I've always had this idea about musicalizing the Robin Hood legends because they just kind of have everything that audiences like. They've got these great characters already built in. They've got, you know, grand scenes of swordsmanship and they've got, you know, in, you know Renaissance costumes and just everything you want to see in a musical, kind of yeah, a, sure. exciting stuff. And, and a really great love story, you know, between Robin and Marion, of course. So, I uh, said, what do you think? And I'm like, uh, sure, let's start in. So we started in working uh, this musical and uh, kind of formulated the stories and all the different stories put together um, and then decided where all the musical numbers maybe should lie within the, the framework of the story. And uh, that's kind of how it came about. Uh, I wanted something that was very traditional because I'm sort of a traditionalist, uh, but still had a little bit of a... Of a uh, an excitement to it. We didn't want anything boring. We didn't want it to be sound like something from the Renaissance time because that could get old really quick. And right. indeed, some of the music is has some Renaissance Renaissance influences in it, but most of it's very traditional. I always compare it to something similar to a Rodgers and Hammerstein or Lerner and Lowe, sort of classic Broadway sound to a lot of the pieces. Oh, okay. There's rollicking, upbeat dance numbers, kick lines. There's also really lush romantic ballads, of course, between Robin and Marion. So lots of lots of great stuff. Oh, awesome. I'm going to throw a little sideball question at you here. So you you go to California. You mentioned you're there for talent. Right? Yes. You get uh -huh. talent. But then you also said we have some pretty good talent oh, yeah. here. How do how does that compare between the two places, right? Oh, well, it's very similar, actually. You know, I found that, um, especially in the musicianship of the of the actors around Litchfield, is such a high level. We're able to put together the show so quickly because they read music so well, they sing so well. And I always start with the voices on these musicals. You know, I really love, y you can't have someone just standing there singing. You've got to, they've got to be actors too. And really you need to have some, some pretty good dancers along the way. So it's, it's what we call a triple threat, um, you know, type mentality. And there's a lot of them here, but I always start with the voice. And so I heard all these great voices. I cast them in these roles that fit the music that I wrote. Um, and then we started rehearsing the scene part of it, um, and I could, you know, I would have them read from the script so I could kind of tell if they were part of the character or whatever. Um, and it was, you know, it was just like I was back home. <laughs> it was just the same as I was in California. I was just teaching different people in a different spot. But uh, oh, awesome. yeah, it's really it has turned out beyond my wildest dreams. I gotta say, for real. Yeah, oh, I was cool. very, very pleasantly surprised at the talent that turned out for this. That's good. Great. And they're all community members. Yeah, they're all community members. Um, they're all around Litchfield and surrounding areas. You know, we have some people from Darwin, Dassel, uh, Hutchinson, Cocado, Wilmer, Cold Spring, you know, Grove City, all, you know, kind of surrounding areas. Um, but the base is all, yes, Litchfield. And, uh, you know, I think that says a lot for, for Litchfield that you're able to draw these actors from other places that places that really want to work um, in this town. And then they bring their communities to this town to see them. And we yeah. get a big influx of a lot of different people. Yeah. Theater does have a pretty good pull. Yeah. You know, for 
a lot of stuff, and I think a lot of people lose sight of that, and I'm glad we haven't here. I am too. <laughs> I'm I'm especially glad. Yes, <laughs> you know, and it's funny because throughout the year, you know, when I wrote this musical, um, I always had that in mind. I said I'd love to do this at my hometown sometime. I mean, this was like maybe you know five, six, seven years ago, and I was like, sometime, and this was before I even kind of came back here and and started you know working in the community again, and now it's happening. So it's kind of a dream come true for me. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Wow. I think we might need an extra an extra layer of seating. Like an extra upper deck in Bernie oh, Ocker. From your your mouth to God's ears, yes. We, <laughs> wanted, we would love to sell this out. <laughs> so do you guys have a – I'll throw another oddball question at you. Do you have full uh, performance, like uh, a whole orchestra playing yeah. with you, like in the pit? Yeah, well, what we have – in this particular one, I have a full orchestra that I brought into a studio in California and recorded. So it's all the live instrumentation. I, you know, I had to write all that out, of course, for all the instruments. <laughs> oh, so that, wow. that was a bit time consuming. Uh, but it has some very challenging things like a harpist and ah. some, some instrumentation that's really difficult to find um, anywhere. So I've, I've put the, you know, some, a couple of Renaissance instruments and things like that in, in a couple of the songs, too. So I went ahead and, and got um, musicians that I work with a lot in California and recorded all of that so that it has that live feel to it. But then it will but then we have a very consistent tempos for everything, mm -hmm. because when you're doing things like sword fighting and you have to do it to beats of music, you want to be safe. Right. That's all oh, I can for say. Sure. Yeah. And um, but on top of that, I do have live musicians as well who augment that on stage. And so in several of the numbers, we have these live musicians playing along with it to give it really give it liven it up and give it that live feel. So, awesome. Yeah, I guess I kind of have both, you know, live orchestra and that pre-recorded. Uh, yes to both. <laughs> yeah, yes to both. Cool. That's really making me, I mean, want to go see this. Right. I'm, so. ex I'm excited. <laughs> Good. Well, I want you to. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll, we'll be there. We'll for be sure. there. Oh, Absolutely. So when can the fabulous folks of Litchfield and surrounding 50 miles, you know, when can we see the play? You can see it in two weeks. So uh, in two weeks, on the 27th of July, we open, which is a Thursday. We have three evening performances, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, all at 7 p.m. And then we have one Sunday performance on July 30th at 2 p.m. So we have those four four choices. And, um, you know, I was on there looking at tickets for my own family and going, wow, it's starting to sell. I'm really happy about that. So I wanted to make sure to, you know, get tickets. I mean, every seat there is really pretty darn good. I've sat all over. I mean, even at Watergate, I was actually sitting over in the down left section by you guys. Yep, yep. And, you know, fine. Saw everything. It was yeah. great. Great seats. And and you would think every – and I've, I kind of go throughout as, as, I, as the show's going on and sit in areas, different areas of the theater. So I know that what I've staged on stage reads well – you know, for people far back or people that are close up and and it all works well. And honestly, um, you know, just get any seat you can and come on down. <laughs> They're all good. Awesome. You know, so where do we get tickets for that? Uh, you can go to several places. You can go to the Litchfield Community Theater um, website. It's Litchfield Community Theater with an R-E dot com. Uh, and uh, they have is right right there. You can just go to whatever show you want, click on it, and start choosing whatever seats you want. Um, you can do it that way. You can also go to the, our uh, Litchfield Community Ed Department, um, or, or you know the Community Ed uh, place over at uh, Wagner School. Call over there or drop in over there during their their operating hours, and you can buy them. You know either that either of those three ways. So we're trying to make it as accessible as possible. If we had about a, I don't know, thousand plus postcards that we handed out during during the parade, mm -hmm. we yeah. had I don't know if you saw or flip, but I, we actually 
I had a choreographer come out from California to stage this um, sort of Disney-esque song and dance alongside the float. So they were dancing the whole time. That oh, whole, I saw them. Oh, you did? Yeah, yep. that whole, you know, by the end, I kept saying, are you guys okay? And they're like, oh, we're fine. They had a great time dancing. But they were also handing out all these, these flyers. Now, if you happen to have gotten one of those postcards, there is a QR code on it. So you can just um, go ahead and take a picture of that, and it'll bring you right to the website to buy tickets, too. Oh, perfect. So yeah. try, we're trying to make it as easy as possible for everyone to to get to the, the show when you can. Remove all the barriers so that everybody can get there. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if, you, if you're if you driving down Highway 12, you can, should be able to see our big billboard over there. Um, just, y- just, yes, uh, you sure can. Of, of our, or east of Armstrong. So, yeah, and uh, it's got the information on that as well. Sure does. Perfect. So what we do before you get out of here, we always talk about we leave a gift card. It's a little Easter egg, little treasure hunt kind of thing. Um, we leave it somewhere in the community, and we usually have t- have you put it somewhere. Excellent. Right? So what we do is uh, we've had people just hold on to it, whatever. Wherever you would like to tell everybody at home where you're going to keep this gift card, the first person to come find it, ask you for it however you want. There's a $5 gift card for Simply Good there. Okay. So I can just set put this wherever – I may want to sort of like uh, hide it. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah, and if you could think of it now on the spot so everybody at home could could know maybe. It's kind of like a thanks for listening. You know, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate See, you. Yeah, sure. Here's so a gift card. Oh, absolutely. Um, but I just want to make sure. So you want me to tell them where I'm going to hide it? Yes. Okay, yes. good. Yes. Okay. Well, I think uh, the first place that comes to mind for me is where I kind of go into Bernie Ocker Auditorium every day during all through the through the backside stage door. Oh, okay. how about that? Perfect. Perfect. Backside stage Backside door. Backside stage door. Heck It'll yeah. be sitting out there. All Perfect. right. It'll be in a little envelope. We'll write write a little special note on there. And uh, <laughs> Perfect. Happy hunting. It'll be out there this afternoon. Yep. Absolutely. Happy hunting, everyone. Thank you so much Perfect. for joining us, Tim. I can't thank you enough for having me on. The, the more we can get the word out, the better, and you guys are awesome. Oh, yeah. This was a pleasure having you, you on. This was great. Absolutely. Great. And uh, <laughs> and and thanks again for everybody for Watercade and everything yeah. that you do. This town deserves that Absolutely. And, and that is awesome and uh and as, as always, always we'll see, see you next time, time. today's podcast was brought to you by farm bureau financial services as a member of our community you don't have to be our client for us to care about your future if you ever have any questions about your existing coverages or you need help just give us a shout at 320-593-0027 or stop by 503 east depot street